Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hey everybody, Connor here, and we've got along for the ride today on the podcast, my friend, partner, and the illustrator of all of our many Tuttle Twins books and magazines and things, Elijah. Elijah, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Connor. Hey, so I wanted to talk to you about a project we have been laboriously working on for a long time. And today, the day that this recording is airing, is a kind of a awkward special one. It's sandwiched in between two important dates. Yesterday, July 2nd, for those of you who are listening to this on the, the day that it was released, July 2nd is when uh, the actual anniversary of the signing of the Declaration of Independence. July 4th is the uh, day that we you know, now celebrate it. Um, and so July 3rd today is uh, kind of caught sandwiched in between the two. But Elijah, you and I have been working on this uh, America's History book, Volume 2. This is our second one. It covers from 1776 to 1791, all the the uh, revolutionary battles, the Constitutional Convention, the Bill of Rights. Talk to me about what this process has been like for you to work on this this number two uh, book in the series. Well, Connor, we've been working on this for, I think, almost four years. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. And One and two together, right? Yeah. When we started, I had no idea that this was going to be such an undertaking. Um, we have it's been so difficult because we didn't want to just give the regular history that you can find anywhere on any history book or on the internet. We dug very deep into the details, the juicy details that people don't get um, with this easy fluffed over uh, history that we've been given for, you know, hundreds of years right. now. So we had to dig deep and it's been so exciting, but it's been very difficult. And uh, I know that you've probably lost some, nights of sleep over it, but I'm so happy with what we've got. Well, and and I'm curious, because you you studied a ton of history. What What's awesome about Elijah, for everyone listening uh, who doesn't know this, is that Elijah's not, you know, just a normal illustrator. You could find any illustrator on the internet and say, hey, go draw these things, and, and then they'll draw them and give you the illustrations. What Elijah brings to the table is that he deeply understands all the ideas in the books, and he's coming up with ways to you know, how do I draw this? How do I depict this in a way that visually is going to help the reader understand these ideas? And so for our history books, you yourself were doing a huge deep dive into learning history. I'm curious, you know, where you, you've shared before that you've struggled in uh, school when you were a kid. And, and so talk to me what it was like learning history as a kid versus learning history in preparation for working on this book together. Oh, goodness. I don't even know where to begin. One, I never liked history. I always thought it was just boring. Um, I, you know, trying to memorize dates and all the names, and I can't remember names now. Like <laughs> when people introduce themselves, I have to like write it down. Um, so that process of learning it when I was a teenager or a kid was pointless to me. I couldn't, I couldn't get it. So, but um, what I think we've done with this book very successfully, I'm so proud of it, is. Um, We've put it into a story so that it, it, these lessons make sense to us and we can actually understand what's, what the people or historical characters may have been going through, what their feelings might have, might have been by relating it to um, things that are happening today in our lives. And also we have the illustrations, which is my, my bag. Um, and uh, to, in order to do that 
correctly and to do that accurately as possible, I had to learn the history myself. So um, it's been a real thrill for me to um, go back in and learn this history um, in a whole new way. And uh, it's I really loved it. What I find interesting about that, there's there's a few different things that come to mind, but one thing in particular is you had this project to work on, something that you really wanted to produce, right? And and so you had a goal. And because you had a goal, you were more inclined, at least my perspective is that you were more inclined to go study history than if, you know, your mom or your wife or or me or someone was to say, Elijah, go read this history book because I said so or, you know, because it's required. But you had a purpose. You had context for why you wanted to learn and and so that motivated you it's like a kid who struggles in math but then you know later on they're like i want to become a rocket scientist or you know work at spacex and then all of a sudden they're motivated now to go learn things that before were just being forced on them like you i struggled with history in school when i when i say struggled i i hated it as well because same as you i hated memorizing stuff i hated just having to regurgitate stuff for for tests i didn't understand and like it's not like i i I thought of this in like very clear ways as a eight-year-old or 12-year-old or whatever but looking back i think one of my problems was that i didn't have that context i didn't know why this stuff mattered to me who cares that this stuff happened 200 300 500 years ago big whoop right how does that impact my life and so one of the things i love about the format that we've done for our history books is that at the end of every chapter we do two things the first is that we either you or i or at the end of the book both of us we share a thought and in that thought we're talking it's almost like a summary of of the ideas from the chapter hey what are these new ideas that we're talking about and what happened in this period of time that we should really you know be our key takeaway what should we focus on and then we have uh, a section below that again every chapter where we're talking about why that thing, why that idea matters today. So we give modern examples. The parents listening, you're probably familiar with this quote. Maybe some of the kids haven't heard it. Those who don't learn from the past are condemned to repeat it. And so part of learning from history is seeing, for example, how you know dictators have risen to power or how people have been tricked into supporting you know, socialism because they want free things. And, and when we learn from history, we can better be on guard today and, and say, oh, no, I, I see what you're doing. That's like what, you know, the, the, the you know, communists did uh, 70 years ago or that's what, you know, Fidel Castro was doing. And, and, and so if we know if we know history, we can better uh, be on guard. And so I, I know, Elijah, you agree with me on this, that our desire here with doing these history books is that we want to help kids and their parents better learn the ideas of the past so that together we can make sure that those ideas, those principles are being fought for today so that we have more freedom. I'm curious, Elijah, as as we conclude uh, working on this book, it's now produced and printed. It's ready to send out to all of you guys. The official launch date is actually uh, in a couple days, the day after July 4th. Um, and so uh, if you're listening before then, it's, it's available for pre-order. You go to tuttletwins.com slash history. So now that we've wrapped up our part, Elijah, and we've produced this book, we've birthed this 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 book into existence. I'm curious what uh, if you have one or even two kind of surprise uh, insights that you gained from working on this. What's something new uh, that you kind of learned and and that you didn't expect that you would think about or or know going into this project? <laughs> 
Well, it's funny that you say those who fail to learn from history because I failed to learn from history. And as I was uh, researching with you this book, uh, making this book, the history that we went over made me realize that the solutions to a lot of the problems, uh, political problems and social problems that we're having today, um, the solutions that I was thinking would be right were actually possibly not correct if I'm basing them off of what the founders believed in. I just want to ask you a question, Connor. Have you ever fantasized of having an island where you and your friends could go live in peace and have your own government, your own way of life? Oh, all the time. And I would call it Galt's Gulch in honor of uh, Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. And I think that almost every person on this planet has those same dreams. They wish that they could just go to a place where they shared the values uh with the people that they, their friends, their community, and they could all live and do what they wanted to do. And these colonies, um, these British colonies on the American continent, that's what they were. They were intentional communities. They shared the same values. They had the same goals. And when they messed up, when they made bad decisions, they fixed them. And we know this from the pilgrims. They started off having this shared land, this shared um, uh, productivity, right. and it didn't work out. And they quickly had to change and and update their their policies um, so that they could survive. And I think that that's what the founders were really fighting for in the revolution. Many of them were. They had the saying, "No taxation without representation." Now <clears throat> they had always been taxed for the 150 years that they had been colonies. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with this tax is that it was a direct tax from their central government in Great Britain upon the people. And that's what they had a problem with. Before that, their local um, legislatures that they had created in their own communities had decided how best to pay their tribute to the king. And they were actually okay with that. In many cases, the taxes, these new taxes were lower than the, the other ones, but they didn't like being controlled. They wanted to keep their, those intentional communities safe. They wanted to have their own, um, freedom to do to pay those taxes how they wished, and <clears throat> so after the revolution, after fighting for this independence, um, there was a, mo- a movement by some of the um, colon the old colonists, these new Americans, who said we need to have a new central government like the British one um, to make it work, and it caused a great conflict um, of ideas in the in the states, in these new states that were independent. They said, well, we fought to have these intentional communities. We don't want to have a central government anymore. So the resulting document, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, was a compromise between these two ideas to see if they could have the best of both worlds. And I think what I've learned from all of that is... <clears throat> is that in order to maintain that balance, we really have to understand um, these I, this idea of intentional communities, this idea of decentralized power, the benefits of it, so that we don't get um, persuaded by this idea that's been prevalent for hundreds of years now, um, at least 150 years, that this national government is the solution to all of our problems and that we should allow it to control every aspect of our lives. I like that. And I've got a follow-up question for you. But before I do, I imagine some of the folks who are listening are like, wait, this is a volume two? What's, what's volume one? So 
Uh, volume one came out last year. It covers from the 1200s all the way up to 1776. And whether you have book one already and you just haven't ordered book two, or if you haven't ordered either of them, if you go to TuttleTwins.com slash history right now, we're doing a big sale. So you can get both of the books actually for a screaming deal, but you can also buy a book standalone also at a discount. And what's amazing about this, this offer that we're doing there's two things. Number one, whether you order one book or both books, you're going to get a bunch of bonuses. You're going to get for each book, we have about 200 pages of curriculum. So all kinds of activities and projects and lessons and things that that uh, supplement the book. So parents, this is awesome for you because you can extend the book beyond just, you know, your kids blazing through it and reading it. You can really get them deeper into these ideas and these stories. So you're going to get that for free, 200 pages of curriculum per book. So 400 if you buy the, the two book bundle. And then we also got the entire audiobook uh, professionally recorded. We're going to give that whole audiobook to you for free so your kids can listen along while you're in the car or at home. And then we also have some bonus videos from our friend, a history teacher, Mr. C, that we're throwing in as well. And so if you don't yet have any of the books, TuttleTwins.com slash history, you get the two book bundle at an even bigger discount. Or if you just want volume two, or if you just want to start with volume one and see if you like it, uh, the single book uh, is also on sale with all those bonuses for free as well. Uh, then the second thing to be aware of is that right now we're running a contest, a, a giveaway, a vacation giveaway to Boston for a family of four, okay? So all expenses paid. We're talking flights, hotels, food, right? Uh, spending money. We wanna send up to four of you to Boston to see all these amazing uh, historical sites where the revolution was uh, started, where it, where it was kicked off. So every time you buy a book, that's an entry to win and all the rules and so forth are at tuttletwins.com slash history. So check it out there. Elijah, as we wrap up, a, a follow-up question for you. Uh, a lot of kids are going to be reading this book. What is your hope for what they take away from the book? Uh, when, once they're done reading, what do you hope that they've learned? Or wh what do you hope they understand differently as a result of this uh, this new book? That's a hard question because I think, um, <clears throat> well, you know, Connor, when we start any of our projects, we say, what do we want to give the people? Why are we going to do this? And the the... The answer is always, we want to change the world by putting out these big ideas. And these history books cover so many amazing ideas. Um, one, if I could just break this into two different parts, uh, if you don't mind. Yeah. The one is how um, central banking has taken uh, our opportunity to have a functioning free republic. Mm -hmm. um, it teaches about why and how it works um, and how it it actually does not, uh, it, it actually takes the power from the people to um, manage their, their government. Um, so uh, that's the first one. And the second one would be that to realize that <clears throat> um, this, uh, the mythology of, of, the America, of American history isn't filled with perfect people that had all the best ideas all the time. And that's how we have this perfect constitution. <clears throat> they were people that had uh, many different ideas. Uh, they had their own imperfections. And these were people that had just started to taste and understand what freedom was, just had a few years of it. So um, we, if they were living today, I, f I feel like they would have a, be able to see, like we can, look it back in history and, and make some um, better choices and understand uh, how to form um, 
and run the country better. And we have the opportunity to do that now, um, having that history behind us to uh, work toward having a better future, uh, understanding the Constitution um, and understanding the principles behind it so that we can have a freer uh, future. I love it. And like with a lot of our Tuttle Twins books, for the kids listening, when you read this new history book, you are going to be smarter than 90% of adults and and 99% of Congress. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really f- feel like the ideas in this book are c- can be world changing if people understood some of these these ideas. So yeah. Well, and even what you just pointed out about central banking, extremely few, if any, history books about the early American period are going to lean in uh, to, well, I, I should qualify this. There's some adult books that talk about the economic aspects of, of the American Revolution. But for kids with all their social studies books and textbooks, they're not really talking about all the, the economics of it and how the money, manipulating the money and inflation and everything was impacting everything that happened. Most books are just saying, oh, these people shot these people and then these people give a speech and then this guy marched from here over to there. But, but why were they motivated? Why did they do all these things? And it's those same economic impacts that, that affect a lot of people today and lead people to do political things or to fight back or speak out and, and, and so forth. So yeah, this book is packed with nuggets. It's basically like uh, 11 Tuttle Twins books or children's books all packed into one. It's over 250 pages long, beautifully illustrated. Credit for that all goes to Elijah. They're fun stories and you guys are going to get a lot from it. So whether you've got book one already or not, head to tuttletwins.com history grab the books at a screaming deal and be entered to win into our all expenses paid Boston vacation giveaway when you buy one or more books. So tuttletwins.com slash history is where you want to go to take advantage before that sale ends in just a few days. And I hope you guys take advantage to get reading, get learning, and then take action because what Elijah said is true. We want to change the world. And that starts with changing hearts and minds and helping families like yours understand the power of these ideas. Elijah, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Connor. You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.